Guys, what's up, everybody? I uh, appreciate you downloading this episode of the show. You're doing that at radio.com or you're doing that at Apple Podcast. Very much appreciated, as usual. Thanks for the love and support for all you guys. Also, give a rating. Give a boy, give your boy a rating here. Go on iTunes there, at Apple Podcast there, whatever the hell it is. Put me over. I haven't asked you guys for this for a long time. I don't ask you guys for shit, to be honest. Let's be honest here. And while you're at it, go, go uh, put over Taz and the Moose, the podcast there, too. We don't have enough, uh, we don't have enough uh, love on that. Podcast just started. I'm bitching at you already. That's how I roll. All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome, everybody. Uh, it's going to be a um, fun episode here. Who you got? Who you got between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar as we're on the cusp here of these two bohemians clashing on uh, at SummerSlam uh, at the end of the week here? So um, I, I wanted to do a little who you got, kind of like instead of doing a um, instead of doing a prediction thing on this, I'd rather just do a who you got and get into it with you a little bit here. And speaking of here, well, let's talk about it right here because you saw the news go out via at official Taz, the uh, Twitter of yours truly during Raw. There will be a SummerSlam post-show special gimmick that yours truly will do like I've been doing for several years Yes, yes, thank you. Please don't all applaud at once. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. Uh, so basically, here's the the long and short of it. Um, typical time, it's going to be live, live, 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. So I know a lot of you say, well, wait a minute, Jobber. Uh, what's going on? You know, the dang show, SummerSlam is probably not going to go off the air till 12, new, uh, 12 uh, midnight, you know, Eastern. It'll probably end then. Now, this is not my first rodeo, kids. For those of you that are new to this deal here, when I go live right after a big WWE show on national and worldwide radio, uh, yeah, I usually go while the main event's happening. So we're going to do it 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern, okay? And this is important. The show will drop as a podcast 7 a.m. Eastern, Monday, August 20th. So the day after SummerSlam, if you can't listen live because it's too late at night or whatever the heck's going on with you, you can check out the uh, Taz Show special, SummerSlam post show special, uh, the next day as a podcast and spread the word about it. Send it to your friends, family, and all these, your, your pets and everybody you know. Uh, so that's a 7 a.m. drop Eastern. Um, so the special will be three hours long once they edit out commercials from national radio and some other stuff in there. Uh, you got to figure it's going to probably be about a two hour long podcast somewhere in that realm. There'll be live phone lines like always. So for those that listen to podcasts, you get to hear some awesome callers from people that may be just leaving the arena in Brooklyn, uh, which is pretty cool because I will be on uh, this will be on WFAN. Also, for those that are in the tri-state area, FAN is probably the biggest sports station worldwide and we own it. So um, I'll be on WFAN. It'll here's the thing. Okay, so let me just the thing that gets a little confusing. WFAN is going to pick it up at midnight. So at 11 p.m., if you put FAN on, I'm probably not going to be on. But at midnight, once the pay-per-view ends, then FAN is going to pick up the rest of my show, which will be two hours then, not three on FAN. So it's a little confusing, but you, you get my drift. Um, 
But you could also hear the show uh, live on CBS Sports Radio. And uh, you could also go to the CBS Sports app. And you could go down, scroll down, you'll see CBS Sports Radio on the CBS Sports app. It's free. And you could also listen to the show worldwide right there on the app. Worldwide on the app, CBS Sports. Also, Sirius XM subscribers, you could check it out on Channel 206. That'll be 11 p.m. Eastern, Channel 206 on Sirius XM. That's the home for CBS Sports Radio. I'm on there every morning with the moose, Taz and the moose. So the special will be on Sirius XM, Channel 206. Uh, now I'll go through a litany of some of the major broadcast stations in the United States. Uh, 101.1, oh, I'm sorry, 101, 101.9, uh, or that's FM or 66 AM. As I said, WFAN, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, 98.5 Sports Hub, Boston, 105.3, The Fan, Dallas, 97.1, The Ticket, Detroit, 610 Sports Radio, Houston, Texas, that is. Uh, 105.7, The Fan, Baltimore, Crab City Jones, 560 WQAM, that's Miami, South Beach City, Uh, 92.3, The Fan, otherwise known as The Land, Cleveland, so 92.3, Cleveland, Uh, 670 to score in Chicago, Um, and I believe Chicago's taking, like WFAN, the second two hours, so, so like I said, I'm doing a three-hour special, and uh, the score in Chicago is taking the, the second two hours, so they're not taking the first hour. Now, you could also go to find your affiliates, if, if I didn't name one of the areas in the United States, like some West Coast stuff or whatnot, or uh, wherever, you know, you can go to uh, CBS, you can go to cbssports.radio.com slash stations. So we'll tweet that out at some point during the week here. CBSSports.radio.com slash stations. And you could just type in and find your affiliate. Uh, it's all over the place. It's everywhere. So even if you're in Canada or the UK, I would go through the app on CBS Sports. Um, I'm 99% sure Radio.com will carry the show live. I didn't find that out. That's all we got to find out here. Radio.com. I got to get you that information. Um, I'm pretty sure because the company I work for owns that. So, um, and they carry all my stuff and all Moose and I stuff on the sports show. So, I'm 99% sure the gimmick will stream live on Radio.com. Hopefully, I didn't speak too soon there, but I think it is. (laughs) I'll find that out. Uh, But anyway, like I said, if you can't check it out live, the show will drop as a podcast, 7 a.m. Eastern on Apple Podcasts or Radio.com or TazShow.com, and that's on the day after SummerSlam, Monday, August 20th. Um, so it's a big deal. So fired up about it. Uh, I'll get you guys the phone number later in the week. It's Sunday night, like I said, 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. Mike Johnson's going to come on. Uh, I don't know if he's going to – he might be at SummerSlam in Brooklyn or not. I'm not sure what he's doing. Uh, and, and the cool thing for anybody listening that's going to be at SummerSlam, like I always tell you guys, when you're leaving the building – and you're in friggin' traffic up the ass. Hey, all you got to do is put your boy on on WFAN. You're right there in New York. And if you're from out of town, go to 101.9 on FM or AM 660. And uh, <clears throat> at midnight, I'll be on WFAN. So you could check it out. And that's Sunday night right after the pay-per-view. So while you're in traffic and you're fucking pissed and you're shitting all over the place and you're angry in the car, you're throwing stuff at the windows. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No cough button here. Um, you could just basically put me on and you'll be happy. 
Or you could call the show, too. You could do that. You could do that. I don't know the phone number yet, but I'll let you know. So that's the deal. Special, live, 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. Um, awesome. It'll be great. I gave you the, the litany of spots you could find it, um, and that's the deal. And, again, if you if I didn't list one of the areas that you're in, either Baltimore or Dallas or Detroit or Houston, Chicago, Miami, Cleveland, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, go to cbssports.radio.com slash stations to see your affiliates, okay? And that's the deal on that. So, uh, also, by the way, before I get rolling with that, let me take care of uh, – let me take a little business here. Support for the tax show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. You know I love them. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guys, it's simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details to be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to get your first home or your tenth with Rocket Mortgage, you know the routine here. You're going to get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence. And that's the key when you're getting a house, sometimes from experience, the confidence to make an informed decision, kids. Okay? It's convenient. It has its trusted partners that allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can also adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure that you're getting the right solution for you. Okay, so Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030, little Rocket Mortgage action. So, talk a little bit about, uh, I'm going to get into talking, I should say, about who you got between uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Because, look... Let's be honest, they are both extremely, extremely polarizing uh, personalities uh, in sports entertainment, and, you know, pro wrestling per se. Uh, in WWE, uh, you know, both men have had a lot of success and have had a lot of titles and made a lot of money. And that's key, right? And they are both over. No matter if you like either of them or hate them both or like one, hate one, don't matter. Um, they're over. At the end of the day, they are over. So... We'll get into, so who you got. So ability-wise, okay, so let's discuss this. Okay, so you, between Brock and Roman Reigns, look, to me, that's the first thing that jumps out uh, is the ability. The second thing is the look. The third thing is promo ability. And then there's several others which we'll get into. But the ability, who's got the better ability between the ropes, right? Who can, Who's a better worker at the end of the day? Well, they're, they are, even though they're both big guys with the big push, they actually both work very different than each other. Um, Roman, he, he, he is a lot better worker than people give him credit for. So he, you know, I don't, again, as you guys know, I don't look at work rate by how many moves how many moves can he do how many spots does he do can he do this many moonsaults can he do uh you know a, a 360 leg drop into a gimmick schnabel's fern and burnham i i don't know and i don't give a shit okay that's not what draws money okay the amount of moves you can do that doesn't mean you're a good worker if you can do a lot of moves okay so roman reigns first thing that jumps out to me is his timing his very, very good timing in the ring. His physical timing, he's a big dude. He's, he's, I've never met him, but he's probably around 6'4", somewhere around there, 6'3", 6'4". Big, thick, powerful guy, ultra-athletic. 
Um, and you could see that the way he works, you know, the way he moves in the ring. His, so his, that helps with his timing and being trained properly. Uh, his timing's there. His All his punches are crisp. His stomps are crisp. To me, I mean, you know, I'm sure if you scour uh, YouTube, you could find something where not just him, but any wrestler is missing a high spot or something like that. But for the most part, I, if you really forget about that it's Roman Reigns and watch his work rate, he's crisp. He he's a good worker. He his timing's good. He, he he you know he knows what he's doing in there. He knows how to have a money match. Uh, for a guy as big and mean looking as he is, he actually sells very well, in my opinion. I think he sells very well. Um, uh, so uh, I'm not saying that I give him a nod in regards to ability between him and Brock, but I'm saying. These positive intangibles uh, are all on on Roman Reigns' side, okay? Uh, he's got all that going on for him, for sure. Now, as far as Lesnar goes, what ability, loaded with it. Loaded with it, and loaded with experience. Loaded with, I mean, look, Roman's got a lot of big match experience, but Brock's got more big match experience, which is impressive, because Roman's got a lot. And that helps you become a better worker. Now, Lesnar, you might look at him as, ah, what does he do? He does a bunch of German suplexes, and, and, and that's all he does. No, that's bullshit, okay? <laughs> that's what that is. No, he's actually, you, you watch him work. I've called a lot of his matches over the years when I worked there with him. Um, uh, he is underratedly a very, very strong, strong worker in the ring. Again, timing is impeccable, impeccable for a guy the size he is. How fast he is. That's the thing with Lesnar. Deceivingly fast in the ring. Uh, his quickness in the ring. Uh, everything he does is crisp. Because a lot of times he is potatoing guys. I mean, he lays it in pretty hard. But he'll also expect you to hit him back hard. He has no problem. You know, he's not soft. It's not like, I'm just going to potato you. And then you don't get to you know potato me back. That's not Brock's style. Brock has no problem you bringing it. Um, and I don't think he's going to hold a grudge against you. He's a tough son of a bitch. So um, his athleticism in the ring and his timing, along with his experience, I give the edge to Brock as far as ability. Um, look, who's got a better look? L-O-O-K. You know, I love to spell things. That's my thing here. Um, who's got a better look? Well, between Lesnar and Reigns, it's tough. Um, it's tough. You know, if if you, you know, I always talk about, you know, passing that eye test, the guy that's in the airport or the guy that's in the supermarket or the guy that's at a rent-a-car counter or the guy that's walking around Home Depot going to get himself a fucking bucket because he's got a fucking leak in his basement. You know, that guy, you know, does does he look like a regular guy or does when you look at one of these guys, they look like, shit, I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's a pro baseball player, pro football player, pro basketball player, pro wrestler. I don't know what that motherfucker is, but he's something. These guys have that look, that eye testing. Like when you see them outside of the wrestling arena, you look at them, you're like, okay, I don't know who that motherfucker is or that guy is, but they're somebody. You know, so they they have they both have amazing, amazing looks. Um, when I first saw Roman Reigns, you know, when I first saw Roman Reigns, um, went, you know, years back on TV, I'm like, man, geez, this guy's got some look. Look at this guy; he's a good looking guy. But yet rugged, rugged as hell, big, big, nasty-looking guy. <clears throat> you know, um, 
you know, it, it, you, you're not quite totally sure when you first see him. His, his, you know, what, 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 what is he? Is he, you know, is is he from the islands? Is he, is he from, uh, is he, you know, what, what's his nationality? What's his race? So you can't really, you know, what I mean, he's got a unique look, and and a lot of people thought that of me years ago. They didn't know what I, what, what, are, what is he? What is he? What, what are you? I've heard that all the time. What, what is he? I'm, I'm a human. I'm a man, baby. So uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns has that look because he's got that definitely a rugged, squared-off jaw, and he's, he's a good-looking guy, and he's got a you know cropped beard on his face, the long black hair, big dude, and just has a certain look, his face. And then you look at Brock Lesnar, who's a completely different look, you know, clean-shaven face, high-cropped, crew-cut type of thing with that blonde-esque type of, you know, crew-cut or tight, you know, high and tight type of haircut. Um, if anybody remembers... Uh, you know, I'm not a big uh, into like superheroes and stuff like that. Like a lot of people love that stuff over the years and shit. That's not my thing. But I remember a guy, I remember either seeing a comic book when I was a kid or something of, uh, what was his name? Doc Savage. Okay. Now I'm not looking at a photo of him right now of Doc Savage, but I remember he had like the blondish type crew card. I don't remember the backstory on Doc Savage. I'm sure a lot of you guys do. That would, that kind of, I always thought Brock was like a, a huge, big, Doc Savage type guy. <laughs> like that look. You know, it's something about him. I don't know. Just Brock, um, you know, uh, his face. He's got that, you know, thick, you know, uh, uh, cheekbones and his forehead and his head is big and his neck is big. He's just, <clears throat> and, and, you know, different, you know, tattoos. As I think Roman Reigns also has got a bunch of ink, I believe. Everybody's got ink now. I get confused who allows ink, who doesn't. Um, but Brock has an amazing look, too. I mean, uh, he's just a, a freak of nature. Um, but I, I do have to give the lean towards the look towards Roman Reigns. So uh, just a quick recap. I'm giving the ability to Brock. I'm giving the look to Roman Reigns, even though I love Brock's look. I'm not knocking it. Um, I'm fans of both these guys. Now, one of them, obviously, I know personally, and I know a long time, and Brock, but, you know, I don't know Roman, but so sometimes I can lean towards Brock a little more just because I know him, you know, and I traveled, you know, together with him and stuff, you know, years ago. So I, I've always I've always loved Brock. Um, let me move on. So promos. Okay, so promo work. I right, Look, so... I, this one to me is, is kind of easier because, you know, Brock has a mouthpiece for himself and Paul Heyman for a long time, right? So, but Roman doesn't. You know, Roman speaks for himself. So I got to give the edge to Roman on the promos. But Brock, when he speaks or needs to speak, he actually can do really well because it's organic, because it's real. It's not bullshit. And I, I think Brock could actually be a very good promo guy and could have been over these years. But I do think sometimes he just gets very legitimately intense and maybe loses his train of thought because he gets so enraged sometimes. And I do think that affects his ability to lay out the right promo. That No one's ever told me that. That's just my opinion. Um, but I can tell you from knowing Brock, he's a very intelligent guy. He's, he's you know went to University of Minnesota. He's was a great athlete, obviously, there, a wrestler. But he's also a very intelligent guy. He's not a dumb guy. So... Um, you know, I, I, I just, I just, I do think that if he didn't have a mouthpiece for as long as he did in Heyman, that, um, he probably could have become a better promo guy than he is. 
Um, but that's the shtick. That's who Brock Lesnar is. You know, he does his talking in the ring to use that cliche. And I fucking hate cliches, as you guys know, but I got to use it for that. Uh, but Roman Reigns, um, I, I got to give the lean towards uh, Roman in the promo department. And, you know, Roman, Roman, you know, he's done a better job with his promos. I mean, if you think about it, um, Roman has definitely, we've seen him um, uh, in the angle with Brock even before the SummerSlam thing was going down, you know, because they've been angled up with each other, seems like, forever. We saw some of his comfortability in promo work as of recent, too, with Lashley, the stuff that Roman Reigns has done. Um, he brings off a very urban feel at times and, um, you know, it, 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 it fits him. It's perfect for him. Uh, you know, he sounds off the right way. He's got a very, his demeanor, Roman Reigns on the mic. I'm just talking about professionally, the way he comes off to me, the way I read him. Uh, he's very, um, there's a, there's a kind of a, kind of a laid back, chilled violence feel to him, if that makes sense. Uh, with a twinge of sarcasm, you know, he's got that going on. Um, you know, he, his facial expressions are pretty good, too. I think people give him a lot of shit, and people rip on him a lot, and that probably motivated him, and he became a better talker because of that, meaning fans. Um, but I, I got to tell you, I, I, I think his promo worked. Is he one of the better promo guys in the business today? No, he's not. No, in my opinion, no, he's not. But I do think he's very good. I, I think he's very good. I, I, I'm not a fan of um I'm not a fan of the whole yard thing. This is my yard because that was that's the Undertaker's thing. Now I don't know whose idea that was. I know he beat Taker, I got it. But I, I don't like the whole fucking yard thing. I just I don't know if that was Roman's idea or the writers or the McMahon's. Whoever it is, I don't it's none of my business at the end of the day, but I'm giving my opinion on my my podcast. I think that's kind of you know, I don't like that part of his um his uh, narrative and his shtick and his promo work. I also am not a fan of the whole big dog, big dog thing that his kind of, um, you know, his, I guess, nickname or his gimmick or whatever you want to call it is the big dog. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I think that's just trite. I think that's like, come on, this is the big dog. I mean, like that, that there's a zillion big dogs. I mean, that, how, how long did that take to come up with the big dog? Like, what is that? I'm just not a fan of that. I'm not, um, but I I do like his delivery in his promo. I um, I do think sometimes he could amp it up more and get more real, like more like like intense. Where if he could take a little bit of that intensity that Brock has, even though Brock, I'm talking about the intensity Brock has in his facial expressions, or sometimes when he does talk, where Brock gets like red, where his skin just turns red. And his face, like he's going to blow up, like his blood pressure is fucking 600 over 7,000, you know, like it's like he's going to explode. I do think sometimes if Roman could get some of that rage and intensity more in his promos, instead of being, you know, chilled, laid back, cool heel guy or or babyface guy, whatever the hell he is this week, you know, it's total gray area with Roman. Um, I do think that would help his promo work. Uh, but he is who he is. I mean, and I, I do think if you're looking between these two guys, I got to give the edge to Roman uh, with the promos. Uh, just um, um, I, look, like I said, it's not like either, either of these guys are the greatest promo guys, you know. Um, but I do think that Roman is doing a better job, and I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with that. I would assume you do. Um, it, it is easy for people because he's had the big push to hate on Roman all the time. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's so. It's like that's kind of like the, the the layup. Everyone hates Roman. You know, like it's like 
the guy really loves to hate. Meanwhile, the guy's laughing in and out of the bank on a regular basis. He's making coin. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big coin. So, you know, and, and he works hard. The guy's on the road busting his ass. And and uh, that's why I think he ends up with that universal title because Brock's got his eyes on, you know, he's obviously going to be doing some stuff for Cormier and UFC. And and it's like it seems like this whole thing's ending anyway. And it's, just, it's like you're you going to have to put it on Roman. Um, and I'll get into that in a little while here, but, uh, um, you know, it just, uh, I would definitely have to give the promo, uh, end to, um, to, uh, to Roman Reigns. So ability to Brock in ring ability, as far as comparing these two look, I'm giving to Roman promos. I'm giving to Roman and a little bit, I'm going to go over size, uh, the connectivity to the audience, the athleticism and the push. Uh, that these guys, uh, who who's had the better push type thing, and kind of just do the whole comparison thing with the who you got uh, type feel, you know what I mean? So that's where we'll go with this. Uh, hey, guys, if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their families. Uh, just simply dial 800-273-273. 8255 and then press the number one or you can even go online and use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net or you can also text which is 838255 the veterans crisis line is available to all veterans even those not enrolled in va healthcare. so uh, that's a pretty important thing right there even those not enrolled in va healthcare. so uh, please visit veteranscrisisline.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran loved one who might be in crisis. Uh, again, 800-273-8255. Press the number 1 or use the online chat function at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. So uh, that's the deal. And um, like I said, so when we come back, uh, we'll get into... Who's got the better size? Who's got the better, uh, you know, the better uh, uh, connectivity uh, to the audience? You know, uh, when we come back here, who's who's got more athleticism between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar? Who's got the better push? Uh, and and uh, you know, and I'll get into what's going to happen. I think with these two cats uh, in detail, kinda uh, for SummerSlam. So we'll get into that Taz show. Uh, sit tight, guys. Guys, we're back here on the Taz Show. We're going to get into the rest of who you got here, the details on, more details on Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar on the who you got. Hey, guys, you know, we're on the cusp before you know it. Uh, Labor Day will be here early September, and uh, everybody likes to have a good time, and it's summertime. People going out and have a good time, going to parties and everything. So, you know, everyone needs to know about the risk of drunk driving. Uh, you could get in a crash. Uh, you could get hurt. Uh, or, 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 or killed, you know, and, and, and uh, the thing is, uh, it doesn't stop everyone. See, that those fears, and people know that, doesn't stop everyone. And 
you know, uh, you could get arrested. I mean, you could incur huge legal expenses. Um, you could even lose your job or career you may have been working at for years, and it could come to an end right then and there. So, you know, we all know the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure, uh, you know, you're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Um, it, it, it's a huge deal. It's not just a big deal. It's a huge deal. So uh, drive sober or you're going to get pulled over, you know, get, 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 get a hold of a taxi or something like that and, and, and drive sober or get pulled over. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Okay. Everyone wants to have a good time, but let's be smart here. Okay. It's serious, serious business. So drive sober or get pulled over. All right, guys, we're going to get into the rest of what we're talking about here as far as Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in this Who You Got, right? So uh, real quick recap for you. Uh, Ability-wise, I gave it to Brock Lesnar in between the ropes. Uh, No knock on Roman. I just gave you the whole breakdown earlier. Look-wise, I gave it to Roman, which is crazy because Brock's got an amazing look, but... I have to give that lean to Roman. Uh, Promos-wise, I gave it to Roman. Um, um, Size-wise, we're going to get into that right now. So Brock Lesnar, 6'3", about 286 pounds, I believe. Last we checked. And uh, Roman Reigns is 6'3", 265. So they're very similar in size. And those numbers tell it all um, that Brock is probably 15 to 20 pounds or so, give or take, uh, heavier. Than Roman Reigns, and the thing is, like, um, when you have enough muscle on you, like muscle mass, uh, I can't speak for women. I'm a man, so I know how it is. <laughs> in all the years I trained and ate right and pulled a lot of protein into my diet and supplements and everything, so I mean, I'm not in the shape I used to be, and I'm just I'm banged up. I wish I was, but it's just it's it, you know I, I'm not. But I still know a lot about training, and I and I'm a fan of it. And I have a son who's, as you guys, most of you guys know, he's a college athlete, so. You know, he's a Division One athlete, so he's always training, and sometimes he comes to, for, to me for advice, and then when I give him my advice, he'll tell me I'm wrong. So that's always fun. Uh, welcome to being a dad of a teenager. So um, <laughs> so, so uh, they know it all, and we don't know shit. But that's just that's the life of, uh, of someone who has a 19, 20-year-old. So anyway, I digress. So you got a deal here where... Roman 6'3", 265, and Brock, uh, you know, is 6'3", 285. So the thing is what I was getting at with the – sometimes, like, see, muscle weighs more than fat, right? So muscle mass. So you your weight can fluctuate. When you get to this point that you have as much muscle mass on you as Lesnar or Reigns, your weight can fluctuate just on your nutrition, just maybe alter your, your, your cardio a little bit. Not much. It's just it, it can go up and down five, six, seven pounds with no problem. So that's why some of the numbers, are, now the height don't change, but the weight on a lot of these guys changes. Um, Size-wise, you know, you could have two guys. You could have a guy who's 6'3", 285, next to a guy who's 6'3", 285, and one might look thicker or bigger. It's just it's different genetics, different body structure. So you can't just go by the height and weight number. Um, Size-wise, I, I, I got to give it to Lesnar. Um, he's, a, he's not just a big 6'3", 285. He's a massive 6'3", 285. <laughs> now, I, you know, I've trained with Brock years ago, and, and like I said, we traveled, you know, Kurt Angle, myself, and him traveled a lot together. And, and when, when Brock was you know, newer in the business, younger in the business, and, and uh, Kurt and I wasn't, wasn't. But the thing is, man, he is a fucking just a raw bone farm boy, strong ass son bitch, Brock Lesnar. Like just big, thick, 
looks like you just take bales of hay and just throw them around like they're coffee cups. I mean, like that, that's Brock. I mean, that's he's just his hands that are just like you know the old proverbial. He's got hands like hams, you know, H A M S, the pork. Yeah, that's Brock. He is just a massive son of a bitch. Uh, again, in fairness to Roman Reigns, I never met him. I know he's a big dude. He's the big dog. But I can tell you, Brock, I, I, you know, <laughs> that's a big mofo right there. So, and so I got to give the size, and and it's not just the number. Also, its presence is key, which you don't. You know, I'm giving this to Brock. The size part, the presence, the in ring presence, the size presence. Is key, and that's another reason why I'm giving it to Brock. Um, I know for myself and other guys that were under six foot, like me, in the ring as pro wrestlers, you know, some of us have the ability when we were in our prime in wrestling, and even some guys today that are in their prime now, they have a bigger look than they really are. And I felt like I, I not that I was, not that I felt like I looked huge, meaning height or. Or thickness, I always I think was pretty thick. People knew that. I, I trained hard. I was I was you know five eight five nine two fifty. You know for the most part of my career I was two forty five two fifty. Um, the thing is, there's a certain way to carry yourself to look even bigger. And then some of you newer listeners to me, I have little tricks. I used to avoid standing too close to the ropes unless I wasn't unless I was. Like if I was running the ropes, different story. But if I was standing still or promo segment or something, I always tried to stand in the middle of the ring as much as possible. When I used to do an ECW, my arms folded in the corner. I didn't mind it as much because it was a cable ring where it's an 18 by 18 ring, 18 foot by 18 foot ring, where WWE is a 20 by 20 ring with a higher top rope. So I would do that more standing on a turnbuckle when I was doing the cross arms because I would look too short. So these little illusional things that you can do to look bigger in the ring. Um, not that guys that are 6'3", 285 need to do that, but there's just a certain presence. The word presence is used a lot backstage and amongst writers and bookers and promoters and whatnot. And and Brock just, I just feel, has a bigger presence than than uh, than Roman Reigns. Again, not saying Roman's a small guy because shit, he's not. You know, we know that. Uh, connectivity to the audience. Um, important here. Very important. This is a tough one. This one I went back and forth on when I was doing my prep here and just and also figuring out how I would come off and tell you guys my feelings. Um, Brock and Roman, who connects to the audience better? Well, <sighs> it depends what you call connecting. You know, it depends. Now, some people think connectivity means who likes him better. Who do the audience like better? Ah, that's not what I think connectivity is. Um, I think connectivity is when your music hits or they first lay eyes on you, what is the reaction verbally that we hear from the masses in the live house? Do people stand up when they're sitting down, when they're waiting for the next match and they hear your music? Because there are some guys and girls that when they hear their music, fucking people don't stand up sometimes. They just sit there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, it's uh, Joe Blow. Oh, yeah. It's Mike Daruki. Ah, he's the shits. So I'm not standing up for him. You know, that kind of thing. I'm tired. I'm standing up to six matches. I'm exhausted. I don't want to get up anymore. Oh, shit. It's Lesnar. Oh, I'm standing up. Oh, Roman's out. I got to stand up and boo him. That's connectivity. When people stand up and want to react and get some jolt of energy. The fans, you people listening, when you get some jolt of energy in the live house, 
That's connectivity. That's connectivity. Doesn't mean you have to like the guy or the girl, but it's a connection. Because their music or their presence triggers you to act a certain way in a physical manner. No matter if it's yelling, no matter if it's just sarcasm to your friend. Oh, man, I hate this guy. He sucks. Oh, God. Uh, and you stand up. I got to stand And you yell at me. You suck, Roman. You got a reaction. If you're Roman, you got a reaction. And that guy who thinks you're the shits, that's what you want. That's what you want. And both these guys have that. Now, who has more connection connection to the audience? <sighs> Initially, in my notes, I have Brock Lesnar. Because Brock, when he would come out, um, and I remember when I used to do, well, here comes the pain. And I did that. And, and I, I know the audience in the house couldn't hear me. But I felt like on that, like the timing of it and with, with that guitar hit and his music, that whatever the hell, that little strum that they do in his song, it was like I always would try and get my well pick comes to pain and for the TV audience, the right timing of the pop of the people. And I just, so when I was preparing for this, Lesnar versus Reigns, who you got, and the connectivity part, I kind of had a little bit of an agenda because I had that connection with Brock as a commentator with him as a wrestler. But now as I'm talking to you about what really is connectivity and what is triggering the emotion and how do and what does a male or female wrestler do that makes you an audience member in the live house, not at home, in the live house react a certain way, okay? And I talked myself into changing this to <laughs> Roman Reigns. So I have to give connectivity to Roman Reigns. Um, it's better. It's better, and Brock's, for a guy who doesn't cut his own promos for the most part, uh, who's not at every show, as you guys know, and you guys, you know, love to hate him for that, too, and, you know, he's, he's got a very light schedule and all that jazz. That's extremely well documented. Um, he also, that, I should say, backtrack, that also helps his reaction because it's less is more. You don't see Brock as much. So when you hear him come out in the building, you fucking pop. Oh, shit. This motherfucker's here now. Here we go. He showed up. I ain't seen this bitch in fucking four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're reacting. You're excited. He's there. He's finally here. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's the key. You don't want to be on TV that much. You want to, once you get over, you want to be on TV as less as possible, as possible. That's where Roman Reigns doesn't get enough credit. That motherfucker is kicking off Raws left and right for week after week after week. He is uh, on mic. It's like John Cena-esque. John Cena, same thing on every fucking show. And you get to a point where you're sick of seeing a guy and you rip the guy, but yet he's still getting a reaction and he's doing it week in and week out. There is no absence to make the heart grow fonder when it comes to Roman or John Cena. So you got to give them a little more credit. Think about what I'm saying to you. It's harder to do that. It's, if you're Roman, it's harder to get that reaction because it's every week to trigger that emotion because it's every week. They don't get a break from you, but they get a break from Brock. They get a break from Brock. So you get a better reaction because they don't see him a lot. And when they see him, he's booked to be impactful every fucking time. That's nice if you're Brock. <laughs> That's nice. And I'm not knocking Brock. I'm just, I'm just spitting truth. That's the truth. 
So for Roman, it's actually harder. It's harder. What he does is harder. To get the reaction is harder because Roman's there week after week after week after week. He's always there. Brock is not. So I'm changing. I, what I had written down was connectivity was for Brock. I'm now giving it to Roman. There you have it. Last two. Athleticism is the first of the last. Okay? Athleticism. Between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Okay, I, I do think that this has to go to Brock Lesnar. Um, from an athletic perspective, I for you know, 6'3", 285, he's fucking impressive as shit. Uh, I, I got to tell you, though, that Roman is, is an, uh, definitely athletic as shit, too. I mean, this is a guy who was a Division I football player. I think he played at Georgia Tech, if memory serves me correct, meaning, um, meaning Roman Reigns, where Brock Lesnar wrestled at University of Minnesota. Um, so they're both Division One college athletes at, at two big institutions, you know, uh, one being Georgia Tech, one being University of Minnesota. So that in itself is impressive. Uh, frankly, I don't think that's something that the announcers say enough. I do think that should be done more, um, especially maybe at SummerSlam. Maybe you should do that. But, you know, I think the company doesn't. I think once you get out of your amateur life, that's your college life amateur sports and i think that's where wwe wants it to be that you're a wwe superstar and not that they ignore your history but you know they i do i do think we have two division one athletes that's a good selling point if jr was doing the play-by-play he'd probably say that because you're always big into pushing that which i agree with uh i'm not blaming michael cole i mean it's just it's the, the narrative and direction the company wants to go once guys get to a certain level and both roman and brock are ultra high level uh, for that universal title uh, come SummerSlam this Sunday. So um, I would give the athleticism to Brock. I mean, I remember the first time I saw Brock, you know, uh, he tried it out or whatever the hell it was, um, jumping to the apron, like doing a full, which they call a box jump, um, from the floor to the apron skirt, the top of the apron. Uh, not apron skirt, I'm sorry, the apron itself. Hardest part of the ring, as some people call it. Who thought of that line? Uh, all right, anyway. Uh, when I first saw Brock do that, I, I don't remember where we were. We were at a SmackDown or a Raw someplace, and and uh, and he was practicing it, and uh, and he nailed it, like, after, like, two or, three, two or three shots. And then he did it ever since. And everyone was like, damn, this fucking guy's big, man. He's, <laughs> he's athletic. Is that apron, you people at home watching, you people. You don't realize that apron's a lot higher than it looks when you're at that ring. Trust me, that ring, that apron's not that, um, not that low to the ground. These are big guys you see on TV that are walking around to the outside of the ring, so the apron doesn't look that high. That fucking apron is high. So, um, you know, that's why there's those steps there. That apron is high. So Brock, they will do a box jump like that, shows his vertical leaping ability, and his, his explosiveness, and that comes from your hips, your hamstrings, your quads, and your glutes. So all those words I just mentioned are all lower body you know, explosiveness along with your arms using the explosiveness to do that type of a box jump. And that comes with just complete training and being a specimen that Brock is. So, um, you know, I mean, uh, I, I got to give, yeah, I got to give the athleticism to Brock. Again, not not knocking that. I'm not saying that Roman's uh, not a great athlete because he is. I just think Brock's better athlete. Um, you know, um, the other thing I didn't get into, too, was uh, like, Basically, championships they've held or big spots in their career. I'll do that before I discuss who's got the better push. 
Uh, if we're sticking to Brock for a second, you know, so Brock, right, Universal Champion, current, right, WWE Champ, he's been an uh, uh, 2 I remember he was King of the Ring, uh, 3 Royal Rumble match winner, uh, he broke the under, uh, Undertaker's uh, WrestleMania streak, that was the big, big push, remember, years later, meaning that before I was, I mean, this is after I was there doing the commentary on his stuff, and when he, I wasn't there for that, but that was uh, a huge thing, I'm trying to remember, wait, where was I when he was? Not whatever. I'm bad with years, so I get confused sometimes. Roman Reigns has a lot of highlights. Also, uh, WWE Champion, World Heavyweight Champion, Intercontinental Champ, United States Champ, Tag Team Champion, uh, uh, 2015 Royal Rumble match winner. Oh, um, uh, 14, he was super uh, in 2014 Superstar of the Year. He won a Slammy too. That's a big deal. Uh, so, uh, and Roman's got himself the Superman punch, which he's known for. Also, the spear. Right, and FDF5 for Lesnar, and then he's got a nice Kimura, which is uh, like a double wrist lock kind of joint lock from behind there. Um, you know, Kimura joint lock, as you guys know from you, your MMA uh, love. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if I mentioned Brock, but it was also a UFC champ. I probably should have said that too. Now, as far as the, um, the last thing here, the push, right? I'd have to give that uh, who's got the better push. Uh, I, I have to give it to Roman. I, I got to tell you, I, and, and not saying a lot because Brock has been pushed like crazy, but I got to give it to Roman. I just feel like, um, I just feel like he's been pushed from Jump Street, from you know the Shield, uh, and once the Shield ended, it was just forget it, like just explosion, you know, um, you know. I just, and I'm not saying Brock hasn't been pushed. Geez, he's been pushed like crazy, and he's got a, a great days clause in his contract. We don't have to work that much, and you know it's a great deal. Uh, but I got to give the push towards Rome. I just think he's been pushed better, like pushed harder. I should say, not better, pushed harder. Um, that doesn't mean because he that all the shows. That just means any time and every time this this happens. Quite frankly, doing a, a who you got on these two guys, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I wish I was doing a who you got on Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley because I think Bobby Lashley should be the one getting his shot at SummerSlam and getting that title uh, to, to to a degree. I just don't, you know, I think that Bobby should be getting that push. But for whatever reason, they didn't go that route. They they, they looked like they were going to, and then they changed plans. Um, but the thing is, in regards to these two cats here, I would I would definitely switch the title at SummerSlam Put it on Roman Reigns. I kind of see like you just gonna, that's a foregone conclusion. I mean, because Roman's, I'm sorry, Brock's going to be gone, right? At the end of the day, I mean, whatever the hell's going on and the whole UFC stuff and, you know, Heyman, all the stuff. I mean, it's just, it's it's time. And it's just, you got to kind of get it off Brock right now. So unless they shock the world, I, I just think that they're going to put it on Roman. Um, I do. So uh, just real quick recap. So who you got? I give the ability to Brock. Uh, look, I gave to Roman. Promos, uh, ability, I gave to Roman. Size, I gave to Brock. Connectivity to the audience, I switched on you. Initially, I was my initial thoughts was Brock, but I went to Roman on the connectivity. The athleticism, I gave to Brock. And the push, I gave to uh, Roman Reigns. So there you have it. So uh, just another little uh, who you got for you kids. And I hope you guys enjoyed it very much because I know I enjoyed doing it very much. And that's the deal. All right, guys. So uh, I'll talk to you guys real soon. And um, and that's the dealio. Uh, all right, guys. Look, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios.
said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest I don't even have a top 10 me against the world I've been doing what I really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when I'm back at home